time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall. And this is Paul Harris. Good morning, Paul. How are you, my man? Morning, Trevor. Very well, thank you. How are you today? Doing all right. Um, I'm getting caught up in... uh, I'm not much of a gamer, Paul, and I will admit... Zelda's a pretty cool game. Have you played it? Um, I'm going to show my age now. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. You know, do you remember Zelda, the Nintendo game? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they come out with a couple of new games recently, and it's really addicting. It's really bad. My eight-year-old, which, my which eight-year-old is son is like, give me my <laughs> Nintendo back. I'm like, No. <laughs> So, anyways, I don't know. That's that's what's going on in my life. I'm a gamer now. <laughs> All right, Brilliant. everybody. <laughs> You'll be talking about crypto next. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, today is Tuesday, June 6th. Yesterday, the gold price drifted lower to as low as $1,955 per ounce. But 25 minutes after the COMEX opened, the price shot up to 1977 over the next 60 minutes and up to as high as 1980 before settling back to 1977. The ostensible mainstream attribution to this price spike is the weak economic reports released 10 minutes after the COMEX opened. However, as you might expect, the Mining Stock Journal plausibly suggests that the supply of deliverable gold on the COMEX may be thinning out. In the first five days of the June delivery period, nearly 17,000 contracts have been noticed for delivery and over 10 tons of gold, or 325,000 ounces, have been removed from COMEX vaults. Silver flatlined overnight. Then the price was smashed 10 minutes before the silver pit on the COMEX opened. But when gold spiked, silver followed, trading from as low as $23.27 per ounce to a high of $23.78 before pulling back and settling at $23.65. The Mining Stock Journal noted that the intraday volatility chart on the 5-minute interval chart suggests a preponderance of short covering by the banks. The mining stocks were slightly higher on the day despite the sell-off in the stock market. The Mining Stock Journal commented that the mining stock seemed to be tentative right now with respect to the positive price overtures in gold and silver. But with a little investor confidence in the sector, the mining stocks could move higher explosively. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. Casino consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. 
Cartier Resources announced more drill results from the Chimo Mine Project this morning. Today's results come from the West Chimo Mine Sector, which is located between the main underground infrastructure of the Chimo Mine and up to 550 meters west. At the 4BW Gold Zone, drilling intersected 3.7 grams per ton gold over 6 meters, including 20.2 grams per ton over 1 meter, and 1.6 grams per ton gold over 15 meters, including 22.8 grams per ton over a half meter. At the 5N structure, drilling returned 4.5 grams per ton over 5 meters, including 14.7 grams per ton over 1 meter, while at the 6 structure, drilling returned 2.5 grams per ton gold over 13.3 meters and included 8.9 grams per ton over a half meter. These drill results suggest the development of good discovery potential in the West Chimo Mine sector, which is located near the Chimo Mine infrastructure and which has seen very little explored to date. Cartier Resources trades on the Venture Exchange with ECR. Anfield Energy entered into an agreement with Encore Energy to acquire the market Juan Tafoya Uranium Project in the Grants Uranium Mineral District near Albuquerque in New Mexico through the acquisition of Encore subsidiary Neutron Energy. Juan Tafoya hosts an historical indicated uranium resource of 7.1 million tonnes at an average grade of 0.127%, containing 18.1 million pounds, based on a 2021 preliminary economic assessment. Anfield will pay Encore 185 million shares and 5 million Canadian dollars in cash. Encore can also nominate a director to the Anfield board. The project would represent Anfield's largest single uranium project and increase its uranium resource base by more than 60%. Anfield Energy trades on the TSXV under AEC and on the OTCQB under ANLDF while Encore Energy trades on the NICE American under EU and also on the TSXV under EU. Aston Bay Holdings reported additional assay results confirming thick intervals of copper mineralization from ongoing delineation drilling at the Storm Copper Project on Somerset Island of Nunavut. This is the second drilling program for the project operator American West Metals under a March 2021 option agreement. Assays from an additional five drill holes at the 4100 end zone all intersected thick intervals of near-surface copper sulfides with grades up to 7% copper, which support the potential for a low-cost open-pit mining operation, according to the company. Highlights included 67.1 meters of 1.1% copper in hole 3 and included 9.1 meters of 2.5% copper and 1.5 meters of 7.1% copper. Aston Bay Holdings trades on the venture with BAY and on the OTCQB with ATBHF. Nevada King Gold announced assays from drilling at its Atlanta gold mine project in the Battle Mountain trend of Nevada, from northwest of the Atlanta pit where drilling continues to extend thick high-grade oxide mineralization along the West Atlanta Graben or WAG. Highlights included 102.2 meters grading 2.45 grams per tonne gold in hole 23, including 12.2 metres of 8.78 grams per tonne gold. The WAG is about 150 metres wide, and grades and mineralised thicknesses show potential for substantially increasing the overall resource at Atlanta. 
the 2020 resource model primarily focused on the Atlanta mine fault zone immediately adjacent to the WAG. Current drilling is centered on expanding WAG mineralization northward, southward, and to depth. Nevada King Gold trades on the TSXV under NKG and on the OTCQX under NKGFF. Maple Gold Mine shared gold assay results from the first phase of deep drilling at the Talbell Mine area of the Joutel Gold Project in Quebec, which is held in a 50-50 joint venture with Agnico Eagle. Results included 3.5 grams per ton gold over 4.8 meters at 2,000 meters down hole and included 5.2 grams per ton over 2 meters and 11 grams per ton gold over half meter in semi-massive to massive pyrite. The company says the longest hole was drilled to 2,242 meters and ended in sulfide mineralization with anomalous gold grades increasing down hole. And that hole may have ended on the edge of a more significant sulfide body. Maple Gold Mine trades on the Venture with MGM and on the OTCQB with MGMLF. Delta Resources said it has started a 20,000 meter drill program at the Delta One Gold Project, 50 kilometers west of Thunder Bay in Ontario. This new drilling program is in addition to the 5,000 meter program nearing completion. Both programs are designed to expand the current mineralized zone along strike and at depth while testing property scale targets with similar geological and geophysical structures as the Eureka Gold Zone. Delta Resources trades on the TSXV under DLTA and on the OTC Pink Sheets under DTARF. All right, that's a wrap here on the Morning Briefing. The Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.